0: hope
1: you're hungry because you're listening to everybody eats what's up everyone what's up what's up welcome back to another episode of the everybody eats podcast it's your boy bensky belazer co-hosting on the line and we have a very special guest here with us today uh, mr christopher christopher I'm, I'm mixing up all words christopher brother how you doing
2: hey what's up brother that what's up.
1: So um before we get into that, make sure that you're following us on all platforms. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, we're on all there. Everybody eats podcasts. We have all of our videos, snippets, all that content is up there. So make sure that you like, follow, subscribe, share with your friends. And while you're in quarantine, you might as well start binging some podcasts. So this is a great time all right so <laughs> yeah definitely definitely so um now we'll get into the episode mr chris uh rudder um i first met chris actually i had to um i was taking care of some business for kilty um and um i had the chance to run to chris and he helped actually helped me set up my business account um so we able to network uh you're from new york right that's They're right, Brooklyn. What up? What up? Originally from New York, so you know we connected. Half Haitian, so you know we definitely connected, right? <laughs> so he um, definitely helped me set up my business account, and that was a very interesting process. So that's actually something that I asked him to come on the show. We could talk about um, for any entrepreneurs, anyone who's starting to who's starting a business, looking to you know maybe um, you're looking to get an LLC, looking to start like an official account. Um, this is we figured we could just um, throw some helpful tips for how to go about that, the importance of it, and all that. Yeah. So, before we begin, if you could just briefly introduce, I know I briefly said it, but if you could just briefly yourself introduce who are you, where are you from, what do you do? Yeah, sure. And then we'll go into the conversation.
2: Sure. Hey, what's going on, fans, listeners of Everybody Eats? Um, a great introduction, Mrs. Zayed. I wanted to first uh, introduce myself. My name is Chris Rutter. Um, I am a local business consultant at a major na- nationwide bank, um truly blessed, truly excited, very much hungry in the, in the area. Uh, my focus is uh, to really mentor and also uh, really focus on being strategic as far as how I handle uh, taking care of people, and, and especially when it comes down to the area of business uh, needs. So I um, have over about 10 years working with small businesses, and it's been something that has been truthfully uh, amazing. Each, each client, each person I've interacted with, they all share a story. And that's my passion in life is to be able to guide them through that story.
1: Definitely. Definitely. So, like I said, Chris was very, very helpful um, with me in setting up my business account. So um, for we can start from the beginning. What is a business account? Right. So it sounds pretty simple. But if you could just describe in your words, like what what I guess what are the benefits and like why? What is one what are the benefits? How do you how do you start that?
2: Sure, Mrs. Ayer. So basically how it works is a company, um, when they're looking to obviously grow their business and um, you know basically see the fruits of their growth, they're going to need to have profit that's going to come into that account okay, or come into their business. And the only way to, to truly be able to house a lot of that uh, profit, especially when it comes down to um, tax taxes that you're going to see when a business actually is getting ready to file for those things, Is going to be a business account to house their profit and house their money. Um, So the best course of action for any business looking to really be profitable or even to think about, you know, actually opening the doors on day one is to have a business account. Uh, And it's something that's going to be based on how you actually form the business. So, um, for instance, for some of my clients. You know, they're starting maybe a rideshare business and they're just, I mean, they're driving for Uber or Lyft or something like that. So they're going to want to open a business account. They may not know they need one, but because they're actually uh, operating as a business, and especially if they're identifying themselves um, operating as such, when it comes down to taxes, they're going to need to make sure they have some type of official account that uh, has the title of their, of their business that way and it organizes. Uh, what's the difference between any kind of personal income that they're getting and then also uh, income that they're getting from the business. So it's a great idea to have one. Um, a lot of banks, they'll have certain type of offers and incentives uh, for having one. And then they'll be able to give you some type of rewards back as well. So you want to be really uh, cognizant and, and do your research to find out which is gonna work for you. Um, I can tell you some banks have the ability to um, even have perks where you don't have to have any type of check images, fees. You get a you get an actual check package when you start your account with them. Uh, they may even throw out some type of reward package as well. So definitely wanna do your research on that. Um, and then also think about the type of business that you are opening as well, uh, because that's gonna play a part in the type of account that you that you're gonna get. Sure,
1: for sure. So I know um, something that you mentioned is, um, you know, when uh, businesses file their taxes and things like that. So um, one of the best parts and best reasons of having a business account, and I can briefly mentioned it as well, is separating the, um, the expenses and the profits from your personal um, account and what you personally make versus what your your business entity corporation whatever it makes right so um one word that you know is thrown around is commingling right so can, commingling is when you're, you 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 may have your business and your personal account under the same right and now you have money from your personal going to the business and vice versa and it can get a little messy and ugly especially when you're looking to file for taxes and you just want paperwork so it just helps with the, um preventing that and it's just another form of organization Um, so you can be like, all right, this is all the money that's spent on the business. You know, it's in one, you know, it has one checkings, one, one checkings, one savings, one credit card, debit card, right. That we set up. And then for your personal, you have that. So it may seem like, oh, it's a little lot of work in the beginning, but later on, definitely when it comes to filing taxes, paperwork and any of that and just budgeting for your business, you know that you have it separated and you don't have to worry about that. So that's definitely something that um, benefited me and just like, you know, helping me organize and things like that. So those who may be a little hesitant, definitely, definitely go check that out. And before we, and one of the requirements, I guess we could briefly speak about that. So, what are some of the requirements? I know I had to, um, you know, bring in um, my uh, EIN number, right? So, how do you get the EIN number? That goes back until after you have to start, um, you have to form an LLC. And for those who've been watching, you've actually kind of sort of followed that journey when we, um, I got help with Ty back in January, helping my LLC. Um, And then from there, I got the EIN number. And then after that, that's when... I went to Chris, and he helped set up the business account. Right, so if you've been following, you've been seeing that, you've been seeing that journey unfold. So, besides besides the EIN number, what are the actual steps like? Right, so maybe I started my LLC. Now I have my EIN number. Now, what What do I have to do to open that account?
2: Great. So, for any business looking to really have some establishment, you know, um, when you go to an actual bank, they're going to need some type of particular, some legal structure. Okay. So, for instance, depending on how your business is formed, and I kind of give you a little background, each business um, is a little different. And so for, for, let's just say, Joe Schmo who owns uh, Capital Heights Restaurant, you know how he opens his business, um, how he wants to set that structure is going to be very vital for how he uh, protects his money and then um, protects his future uh, money as well, his future profits and earnings. And why is that important? Because if you think about it this way, uh, when you're looking at liability, um, you don't want to be in a situation where you're liable uh, if you ever have a lawsuit personally against you. Okay, you want your business to really be um, because you're operating as a business and you've done whatever it is. A client maybe dissatisfied with something or something happened. You know they're going to go after that business, so you may want to open what we call a limited liability company or LLC. Okay, many different. Um, opportunities or ways to be able to open this some people go through legal zoom some people go through an online resource an attorney um, you can even go down to the city yourself and actually have it formed uh, but a limited liability company is one of the one of the uh, businesses or business structures that you can um, be able to actually establish without having to worry about uh, you know being actually responsible on the hook personally okay yeah. so that's going to be very that's going to be number 1. So, let's just say you're an LLC, you know, how many, you know, partners are you are you in? You know, how many partners are with you on this business? Those things are going to be also play a role in how you actually form your business, but kind of keeping in layman's terms, you want to be able to have those documents with you after you actually establish that, okay? Cuz once you have the EIN, you have your legal structure as an LLC, um, maybe you're a single member sole proprietor. So maybe it's just you in the business as an owner. Maybe you have a C Corp. So you have R S Corp. You have you know, several different partners um, a part of that business as well. You want to be able to have that documentation with you. Um, I always also stress this too: have a plan, have some type of business plan that outlines from uh, step one, you know, what is your first year to look like? Okay. Because a lot of times, you know, when a, when someone says, Hey, I want to start a business. I say, great. Okay, what is your plan? Have you, you know, really considered everything that goes into the part of that opening of that business? Uh, what is your What is your actual uh, future projections look like? What does your revenue look like? Have you anticipated, you know, all these different verticals and variables that may or may not happen? Okay, so have your documentation ready because a bank is you're sitting down with my someone like myself. I'm going to ask you for those things, and then I'm also going to probably ask you for what do you have you projected far as Uh, profit goes and so those are some of the things that you want to really focus on having day one when you open your account
1: definitely definitely so um we just went over how to start one um the necessities um i guess you kind of briefly touched about it but what would you say are like the benefits like why um if you just briefly touch again like what why would you encourage someone um to, to start one
2: so, I always, you know, focus on, um, I want someone to see their dream come around ra- reality, okay? And so, obviously, any dream that's a reality has to have action behind it. Um, and I think, you know, when it comes down to that action and seeing from, you know, you actually creating the logo and seeing it right in your hands to actually, you know, putting your business from the passion that you enjoy doing um, and seeing the profits come back from that, because honestly, if you're a, a true business owner, yes, you're in the business to make money. But let's be honest as well. You know, a lot of times it's really about and I know for us West Indian people as well, if you're, you're not even just West Indian people, but if you're people, somebody this entrepreneurship minded, you want to see that you have a place in you know the world as far as business goes, or a name for yourself supporting the community it's a community type of driven project um obviously with everything going on right now there are a lot of businesses that i've started and have are quickly quickly tanking right now because of the epidemic it's it's just a a lot of um, upsetting things is going on but i I just want to share with you that you know If you hang in there as best as you can, you know, find a way to, you know, kind of switch gears. You know, one of the things I always encourage um, any business owner, anyone that's looking to start a business, the benefit is obviously is going to be the success that you can see. If you can see it, you can visualize it, you put into action, you know, you will get the reward. And I think that's what makes it special for me. I can tell you um, I'm also a business owner as well. Um, Some of the biggest benefits I've seen is just be able to make an impact on people's lives. Uh, that's all I've ever cared about. That's all I've ever wanted to do was somebody to come and say, hey, wow, Chris, you did uh, X, Y, Z for me and I felt good about it and it made an impact. And so that's something, if that's important for you, then great. If it's, if it's important for you to make money, hey, don't think you're going to make money on the first year. That's just not going to be comparable. Not every business comes out the gate making money on day one. Um, how you set your brand and how you create your band, brand is important. Um, not only from a business standpoint, but from a personal standpoint, how are you representing that business? And so those are some things that you, you really want to be cognizant of.
1: Definitely, definitely. Um, before I ask my next question, Ian, do you have anything uh, you want to bring up?
0: Uh, yeah, uh, I still kind of feel like he touched on it. I was going to ask, like, a, I guess, a variation of your question. Uh, how would you suggest one maximizes, like makes the most out of their business account? And-
2: that's a great question. So again, so every bank has particular incentives. Um, and for I know, for instance, there is a company or a bank, I should say, that allows you to see your total profit um, as far as what is your chronological um, historical profits you, c- you could make. So basically based on projections. So for instance, let's just say this. On month one, you open up your bank account, you, you deposit $100 in there. You had your first sale uh, within maybe 30 days later, okay, month two. So you put in, that's about maybe a $1,000 right there. um, And then let's just say steadily up and down, because sometimes you kind of think about it as far as some businesses, when it comes down to profitability, it's almost like a linear curve. There is times where you're going to have peak season and you're going to go really high. You're going to make a certain amount of money there, and you'll probably go down a little bit. You may stay steady. Um, On certain periods throughout the year. So what um, certain banks will have is a tool that allows you to see what is your projections look like? How can you foresee? Okay, what will your um, income or profit will be? And so something like that is going to be beneficial for you. Um, but also it keeps in line when it comes down to a, you know, you hiring a bookkeeper, or let's just say you have, uh, maybe you're doing the, the bookkeeping yourself when it comes down to taxes. So you want to be able to account for your federal and state taxes. The bookkeeper is going to ask for all those statements. Okay. And so each month that you've been in business, you've had the bit the bank account uh, with XYZ bank. Um, they're going to ask for those particulars, and that's going to be a lot easier, obviously, than taking the money or whatever you wrote, written down on maybe a, Profit and loss, you know, profit and loss uh, sheet, which you you need to have as well. If you don't know what that is, I'll kind of get into that. Um, but your bank account also is going to be vital as well as being able to be uh, having a trusted source that is going to be FDIC insured. Okay. So as your revenue is going in there, you're creating a relationship. Okay. There're going to be times where, especially like this time where we have an epidemic, you have a pandemic going on. Um, And the government saying, hey, we're going to be supporting our businesses. We're going to be giving out uh, certain tax breaks. We're going to be giving out uh, loans availability where you you can be able to get loans. You want to have a bank that you can trust that if when you're in a situation where, look, you've made annual revenues of $100,000 and you've also been able to uh, maximize uh, you know you, you, everything you could do and things have fallen short you want to know you have the backing of that bank to be able to support you when you need it most and so what I mean by that is hey you've been in business certain time period the banks gonna say okay I understand you need this we can then be able to give you a hundred thousand dollars if need be we can give you fifty thousand dollars if need be it's just knowing that you've had this relationship for a certain amount of time that the banks gonna be able to give you a small business loan to help you out through that time as well. So, that's gonna be um, most one of the most convenient things is being able to have all of that relationship. Okay, as a small business owner, um, of course, the main things you always want to be able to have is to be able to have some flexibility, being able to make incoming wires or, or having I'm sorry, having any kind of outgoing wires. Uh, being able to be having convenience right at your fingertips, know what's going on in your account right from your phone uh, through a mobile app that's going to make sense for you as well. Um, all those tools are going to be great. Of course, you know you want to have the option if you don't already have to, depending on what your industry is, um, being able to take credit card payments, um, have something that's going to be uh, stable you know, in that market for you as well. Um, all those things are going to be uh, unique for you, and it, it definitely needs to be open for you as well.
1: Definitely, definitely. So, uh, thank you, thank you for answering our questions for all our listeners. I hope that uh, you learned something new. Um, I know sometimes when you're starting off to be a business owner, sometimes doing this "quote unquote" legal stuff can be a little bit intimidating, um, maybe a little bit scary if you don't know, um, you know, all the, I guess, you know, all the steps behind it, right? If maybe starting an LLC or. Um, you know, getting your EIN, getting your business credit card and all that stuff. I know, um, for me, sometimes I was like, Ooh, that's a little scary. That's like grown folk, you know? So, um, but I think a lot of it just stemmed from, I didn't really know, like I wasn't really too educated. Right. So, um, I hope that this, you know, sheds some light um, for any of you who, you know, looking to start or who have started and you're not too sure. So I hope you learned something and, um, we'll definitely drop your, your, uh, um, social media later on, um, for if anyone has questions. So thank you uh, for answering those questions. We're going to take a quick break and then we'll go into segment two and Edom will, will give us the quote of the day. Welcome back to segment two of the Everybody Eats podcast. We're here with Chris Rudder XP on the phone, on the computer, um, and we're doing our quote of the day. So Edom, uh, he has that quote for us. So what we got?
0: So, life will only change when you become more committed to your dreams than you are to your comfort zone.
1: Hmm. I like that.
2: That is good.
1: I don't know who it is, but I like that.
2: I, I have, guess. that's,
1: that's, that's good. Is it, uh is a person living?
0: Nah, I think they, they passed. They did. If you search this person up, you're going to get two people. And I really wasn't sure who said it. Two
2: people with the same exact name. I got no clue. How much of a... How, let me ask you this. How much of a presence or well, uh, how well-known is, is the the creator of this? I I had no
0: idea who this person was until I found this quote. <laughs> <laughs> I not even
1: know who it is. Nah, I have no clue. I'm I'm going to throw out say so you think he's dead i'm gonna throw out Man. athlete politician no Author? no problem.
0: athlete
1: athlete athlete
2: athlete he's a dead athlete
1: i have no clue
2: which which uh which um sport baseball no kidding hmm
1: Jack Robinson nah. <laughs> uh,
2: which which um which team I do
0: not know <laughs> Oh wait wait i think I think, I think the dodgers oh
2: okay, so okay, and okay, dodgers
1: baseball is not my not my thing, I do not know
2: well, I tell you what i I actually did look it up <laughs> <laughs> I
1: got two people.
2: Well, I'll tell you the person, the first person you're probably thinking about that wrote it is not the person that wrote it. Um, but the person that did write it is by the name of Mr. Uh, uh, the last name is Cox.
1: C O X?
2: C O X. Like Cox Cable.
1: Mm-hmm. Got Cox Cable. Nah, yeah, I still don't know who that is. It's- who is it? Ethan, tell us. The name
0: I got was Billy Cox. That's right,
1: I, Billy Cox. Okay, he was a baseball player. I don't have no. Clue.
0: I I got a baseball player, and I also got like a a, a, a bass, bassist. So he played the bass, and uh, yeah, that's
2: and what it, I got. Uh, but that's very telling, though. You know, with that statement, you break that down. That you know, um, and what you get is, look, if you want to see your dreams come through, you gotta be un- you're gonna be uncomfortable. Period. You're going to be, and like I can speak for many people who, you know, have slept in a one bedroom spot with no furniture, but they know they got to work that next morning and they got to do what they got to do. I've been there. But, hey, that's that's the level of, um, you know, a drive you're going to have. If you want to see things through, you got to do what you got to do.
1: Yeah. Edom, could you say the quote one more time? OK. Life will only
0: change. When you become more committed to your dreams than you are to your comfort
1: zone, you know to your comfort zone. I mean, they say it all the time you have to get comfortable being uncomfortable. Um, and right before the show, I saw I saw a video actually. Um, it was like a Steve Harvey uh, animated clip, and he kind of talks about that. Um, you know, having to having to be in the dirt. Right. So he was like com- comparing um, a person or comparing your life to an acorn, um, and saying that an acorn is essentially just an oak tree. Um, it just needs to be nurtured and that just has to go through the dirt a little bit and just be nurtured and grow. But all it is is just an, uh, all it is is just an oak tree. You just need someone to take care of it. Um, but when he was talking about going through the dirt and being uncomfortable, um, he was saying, like, you know, some people are afraid of the dirt and afraid of getting uncomfortable and afraid of those situations. But he was like, those are the situations that you need in order to grow. Right. So in, in the analogy of the acorn, he was like, if you take an acorn, and just leave it there. It's not going to do anything. Right. It's just going to be an acorn. You're going to come back a year later. It's still just going to be an acorn. But you put that acorn through the dirt and you take care of it. Now you come back a year later, it's going to be growth. It's going to grow. So um, so I, I really like that point. So like you said, like you have to you have to be in um, put into uncomfortable positions and you have to get out of your comfort zone. If you want to see growth, if you want to try something new. Because new, new can be scary, new can be nervous, but, like, you just have to get over it, you know what I mean? You can't let that fear and let that, you know, nervousness. It's okay to be a little scared. It's okay to be nervous, right? That's natural, but you can't let that grip you and prevent you from accomplishing what you want or accomplishing your goals. Because now at that point, it's just stopping you and, you know, you're not you're not accomplishing anything and not doing what you set out to.
2: Well, facts. And I think the key word they you're talking about is fear, you know, that's... Um, something that people are, a lot of people around the world right now are dealing with, especially in this country, is, is letting fear hold them back. Yeah, so I mean,
0: uncomfortable time right now, you know.
2: Very, so, so very much so,
1: very much so. So what we'll do, um, we'll get into our next topic, and I'll actually we'll continue talking about the uncomfortable time, talking about Rona, Miss Corona, all that, whatever you want to call it, COVID, COVID, whatever you want to call it. So we'll talk <laughs> about it our next segment, uh, break down tips that you could use. Um, and how to, you know, overcome the quarantine, how to keep yourself sane and keep yourself hustling. So we'll be right back. Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back to the last segment of the Everybody Eats podcast. So, as we said, we will be talking about dun 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 coronavirus, right? So, coronavirus, quarantine, Miss Rona, ronavirus, whatever you want to call it. Um, It's been affecting everyone's lives in some sort of way. It's touched everybody. Um, Unfortunately, some people have been negatively affected. Uh, Rest in peace to those who um, have caught it or passed away. Rest in peace to those who have it and they're recuperating. Um, And we just want to give some pieces of advice um, and share some stories of what's been going on. Um, So I think the first thing um, I want to just briefly mention is that um, you know, in times like this, it's, it, it's important to stay like level headed. Right. So it's easy. It's easy to fall into the panic. Um, but, you know, it's important that you have to stay. You have to stay level headed. You have to keep cool. Right. Um, I believe it was Dave Ramsey. He he sent a post. They had a post where he said like, no, uh, people, uh, people never make good decisions when they're when they're scared or when they're drunk. Right. So that's something that you kind of want to keep in mind. He was saying mainly in the terms of financials of he was like, oh, he just sees a lot of people asking, like, oh, do I take my money out of my 401k? Do I like, you know, stop doing this? And he's like, well, like, granted, yeah, you know, times are a little bit crazy, but that's not the time just because you're scared or you see something going on to start making dumb decisions of like taking your money out when you shouldn't be. Right. Maybe if you're older, obviously there's exceptions to the rule. If you're older and you have your retirement account and you're about to retire soon, sure. But like if you're younger and you just started saving, like no, it's not the time to start taking your money out, right? But that's a whole discussion. That's a whole you know, <laughs> retirement as a whole discussion for a different day. But just being being making smart decisions and not falling to that panic, um, that's what's really key. That's what's really important. So, um, so before we get into that, I know Edom off camera. Edom, uh, we were briefly discussing about this. I know Edom said that he has something you want to share. Um, we were talking about this toilet paper crisis that's been going on, um, and preventing price, goug- price gouging and all that, all that stuff that's been going on. So, you know what? What have you seen, or how's your experience been with the coronavirus? Um,
0: so, for the most part, you know, my mom did a pretty good job in like stocking up before this. You know, um, most I've done was personally go out and get get my quarantine snacks. Um, <laughs> but uh, I went. Um, I went to uh, is it Costco's? I went to Costco's on on s- Saturday. I want to say Saturday, and the line stretched out two blocks uh. around two blocks around the store. We we got there at nine a.m. We did not leave the store till I think twelve p.m. I think surprisingly the line went pretty quick it was like a 20 25 minute wait but getting inside there was just a madhouse everybody's buying different things you see so many different people with masks and gloves on you know even while you're waiting on the line people are walking up and down the line recording you know there's like madness going on um there's a crazy limit on everything uh you know prevent people from buying up the whole market store and everything um The whole special store hours, a lot of people out here just, you know, worried, you know, elderly people, anybody over the age of 60 can um, go in at like 7 o'clock or 8 a.m. in the morning. So my mom's been trying to take advantage of that a couple of times. But she told me this story where um, I forgot what day of the week it was, or maybe I think it was while she was at work. She went and tried to go buy some, uh, she went and tried to buy a thermometer, I believe. Mm-hmm. And she went to one convenience store across – there was two on one block. So she went to one, and she bought one for, um, I want to say, 9 And then she went and crossed over to the one across the street to go buy another one. And she, she, you know she saw it, and she asked for it. The dude literally picked it off the shelf, turned around, scratched the sticker off, turn back around and try telling her 25 dollars <laughs> my crazy. mom was livid yeah. like are you kidding me are you kidding me like he didn't even like leave or go anywhere he just turned he just backed her faces back to her just scratched the price off and and did that my mom was in so much disbelief bro she was she was so angry she's like you know what over there, they're selling it for nine nine nine. That's fine. You can keep it. I'm good. It was, this whole crisis is really bringing out the worst in the American people. I feel. My friend told me he went to um, convenience store, because uh, he was stocking up himself. Like, like I want to say two three weeks before this happened. Actually, Sebas on the uh, Sebas we had him on earlier. He told me um, mm-hmm. um, he went to a a deli and uh, he asked how much for one of the pack of waters. The dude said twenty five dollars. Wow! Are you kidding me? Twenty five dollars? Yeah, twenty five dollars. I don't know. I don't see the point in price gouging. I've been my mom's older, of course. She's in the at risk category, so you know every couple of days we she has me look on um every uh, any shopping website, Target, Amazon, to go see if she can buy um hand sanitizer, or face masks. We actually ordered a few, but it took a while, and we've been looking at prices. Hand sanitizer when this first I wanna say when I like around the second week of March or the week of the the thirteenth, hand sanitizer was going for like three hundred dollars, three hundred nineteen dollars for like a pack of four. We saw one that was like eight ninety nine with two thousand dollars shipping. I I don't know. I don't know. So I was just really it was really frustrating to go look and you know, people out here, you're preventing, you know, your next door neighbor from being able to properly protect themselves against the virus all because you want to, you know, make a quick buck. Like, that's just disgusting.
1: Yeah, like, uh, it, it's, it's, know. they're taking, they're taking that supply and demand to, you know, extreme, extreme heights, right? So, obviously, since there's such a high demand for it, like, you just shoot your prices up. No, like, I feel like that's okay and like, that's okay in, you know, in, in the normal life, right? And when everything's normal, sure, you want to make a quick buck, whatever, but not in the sense of, like, this is not even, like, this isn't even a wants. These are becoming, like, more necessities, and you know, and, like, this is not the time to be trying to make a quick buck or to just try to make money because, like, just, n- no, you know what I mean? Like, it's just never, like, trying to make the money now is just, that's not how you go about it. Like, you likely, you more likely, like, you don't need the money as much as the other person needs, you know, um you know, whatever, you know, whatever you're selling, whether it's like a mask or gloves or, or hand sanitizer. So like trying to just benefit off that, like that's that's just slime, honestly. Yeah. Um, but you know, that's that's what that's what people are doing now, unfortunately. But, um, you know, for those, um, you know, unfortunately, another side effect of you know this price gouging, another side effect. Unfortunately, a lot of people have lost their jobs. And Chris, I know we were speaking about this off camera, but you were just saying, um, you know, you know, that mentality that you have to do. Like, fortunately, yeah, you know, um, you lose your job, but like it's important to not lose your mindset and to keep that that hustle going. So if you could just briefly like touch on that, like what's what's that? What's the importance of that, uh, having that that mentality?
2: Yeah, absolutely. You know, this now is at a time to just live in a, a place of fear and You know hide in the closet and say oh you know oh my god what do i do um oh my the world's ending you know get off that hype you know don't um i think you first thing you should do is get off social media too social media is could be a very detrimental place and puts you in a mindset of you know um always just kind of again you're entertaining that that energy entertaining that energy of space a lot of people up there that are talking some nonsense um You know, what you first want to do, I will say right now, is to plan ahead. You know what I mean? Make some changes. Take the time to, you know, not think of the situation as, oh, you know, everything is going to go bad. But how are you going to go ahead and wake up and make make an impact and just go ahead and and find the money? Um, Because if you're in a situation where you have lost your job, you're in a situation where you have, you know, limited resources and those things, you gotta find a way to be hungry. Again, I, I was talking about it earlier, but you know, having the mentality of an entrepreneurship, um, I'm gonna go ahead and fight. I'm not gonna go ahead and and just and just sleep, or I'm not I'm not gonna go ahead and just stay, you know, to, on the bed uh, and I hope it'll come to me. I have to go out there and get. And and eat. I think a lot of times we've just been comfortable, um, you know, just working a job, knowing that oh, this money's gonna be here. I'm gonna get this. I'm gonna get this check and this check, living paycheck to paycheck. But I'll tell you right now, in this situation, it's probably waking you up already, and already let you know that at the end of the day, I gotta go out there and make it happen. Um, I've been unemployed situation from April, from December to April of twenty from 2015 to 2016, and I, I will tell you, I didn't go, I didn't come back home. Unless I brought home the bacon, okay. And so that's what I'm talking about is you gotta go out there legally find a hustle, find something that you could make. You know, bring in some money. Don't be too proud to you know push a broom. Don't be too proud to work at Walmart if you come in from a you know a big job and they laid you off. Um, don't get lost into the idea of. Uh, you know expecting anybody to give these handouts and government you know give me stimulus checks yes this is gonna be great if we get some help that's cool but the end of the day is how what are you gonna do to bring it home you know how are you going to maximize your time to um, you know be profitable and be productive you know it's just not you know it's not conducive to um, you know uh, just be at home and not being productive you know what I mean so even if you even if they say hey, we're gonna quarantine quarantine you. There are literally sites that will pay you for your time to do surveys or uh, any kind of, you know, if you can think of content that you want to create. You know, maybe you, you're an artist, maybe you anything, anything that's it just is legal and it makes sense. You could bring home um, and still be able to get a check. It makes sense. And so that's that's my approach with this whole pandemic thing. Is that I'm not letting myself be in the uh, mindset of being complacent, because complacency, where there's complacency, um, you know, there's fear, there is unproductivity, and it's just not healthy.
1: Definitely. So um, that goes into what I wanted to say. You said content, right? And content, I think that's my favorite word <laughs> right now, right? So I think I actually made a separate video about this, but um, I'm, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go off, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna go on a little rant um, about the importance of content, right? So. For for all those creatives out there, this is this is a very very unique time. This is a golden time, very very unique time. If you think about it logically, everyone right now, like you said, everyone right now is on social media. Everyone's online: Twitter, Instagram, LinkedIn. I don't care what it is. Everyone is online. Snapchat. Everyone, everyone, everyone. Right. So now is the time if you're looking to if 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 you have already have an established business. This is the time to go hard, go crazy, go crazy, go crazy, make content, content, content. Every single day, flood, flood, flood the internet with your content because there are eyes. Everyone, there's attention, right? Everyone is on there. So now this is when you're going to get the most attention. People are home quarantined, right? You're going to ask people, what have you been doing all day? I've been on my phone all day. I've been on the computer all day, right? This is the time to start grabbing that attention. So it's one. And then not only that, it's like, similar to those who maybe if they have a business, right? And maybe, you know, the, the brick and mortar, maybe they have to close down, right? So now this is the time. So if you already have an established business, we, earlier we talked about pivoting, right? Now you have to say, hey, maybe I can't get as much attention um, you know, foot traffic, but now maybe this is a time for me to start building my online presence. If you don't have a website, work on that, getting that website done ASAP. There are websites, there are people you could pay to get that website done. If you have that social media account, start working, start grinding. If you have extra time on your hands, now start building on your Instagram page, your Twitter page, your Facebooks, right? Get it official, get those pictures, get that content out there, post something, let people know who you are and that you're out there. I've been seeing a lot of people go um, use or maximize IG Live, right? Over the weekend, DJ D-Nice was on IG Live spinning tunes. He had like 500,000 people listening to his IG Live. He had Obama on there, Michelle Obama, like Oprah, Bruno Mars, Mark Zuckerberg. They were all in that IG Live party because he was just like, yo, I'm going to just start playing tunes on IG Live for free. Think about that. That's reach. You know what I'm saying? So this is a time that as a content creator, you have to be creative. You have to be consistent. Use this time, you know, maybe a uh, certain aspect of your life got cut off or, you know, just freed up because of quarantine, making sure that you're filling up that void with, with produ- uh, productive, productive content that's going to benefit you. And, you know, you know, God willing, when all this, you know, hoopla passes by that, you could be in an even better position and that, you know. One thing, one thing I like to, you know, people say like, oh, when life gives you lemons, right? Make lemonade. Like, yeah, you know, it's the same, the same thing. When life gives you lemons, don't make lemonade, make a margarita, like make it even taste better. You know what I'm saying? Like do something, do something that, you know, right now, yeah, it's a bad situation, but capitalize so that when you're done, you can be in a better situation instead of sitting here soaking, like you said, because you can sit here and soak and you can sit here and worry. But you know, sitting, sucking, or soaking and worry is only just gonna give you more time to waste on the quarantine. It's not gonna do anything to pass the time. It'll free up that boredom that you're going through, make you make you do something productive. So that's some just some ideas for all my content businesses, entrepreneurs. If you're on there, this is a great time to capitalize. So even myself, you know, here at the podcast, we're just trying to find ways um, to just create more content, do more episodes, reach out. Um, and it, it's been fun lately because one thing I've, I've mentioned before on the on, on the on the podcast is that social media marketing is definitely not my strength. But this is again, this is a time where I'm like, all right, I have to, you know, shut up and stop complaining and just learn how to do it, learn new strategies and get better at it. All right. So I'm, I'm learning myself and, you know, we're all going through the process. Right. And uh, especially for those who lost their jobs. This is a good time to start getting creative. Maybe you're into fitness, right? If you're into fitness, into cooking, whatever, you know, passion that you do, record it, throw it on Instagram, record it, throw it on TikTok, record it, throw it on Twitter. All right? You never know. And if you can find your passion, you can find something new, you can find something interesting. And then, you know, from there you from there you just grew. So Facts. all Instagram. my content there take advantage, take advantage, make sure to capitalize.
0: And to echo off what you said, um, on um, people being like on Instagram, people are bored, bro. I've seen 20 different challenges on Instagram. I've seen like post your dog challenge, post a baby picture challenge, uh, push-up do push ups, push-up do, do workout challenge. I've been yeah. tagged in so many push up challenges, so many shot challenges, it's unbelievable. So, definitely, yeah. if you have something interesting or creative, put it on Instagram. People are bored. They will. They will look at it. Definitely take take
1: advantage. Take advantage. All right. So on that note, does anyone anyone have any last words?
2: No sir. No, hey, sir. just hey, stay just hungry. That's what I would say right now. Stay hungry, um, and and don't don't feel like you'll wake up tomorrow and and have a full breakfast already prepared for you. You know, go out there and find your breakfast. Make it happen. Definitely,
1: definitely. So. On that note, I want to say thank you, Edom. Thank you, Chris. Thank you, Chris, for joining us for this episode. I think we had a really engaging discussion. I really learned a lot. I think it was a really great discussion. I hope our listeners, they learned something as well during this time. Just trying to throw some positivity, some encouragement, because um, we don't know how long we're going to be in here, so you have to just stay optimistic, right? And that's the only way. That's the only way through. And another thing, another uh, phrase I heard, I think I saw a video. Um, a lot of people say, like, oh, I'm going through hell right now. So they're saying, if you're going through hell right now, keep on going because why would you want to stop where you're at? Right. So on that note, remember, keep moving forward, keep pushing, keep staying optimistic, optimistic, keep grinding, and you'll get to you where you're going. Right. All right. So uh, make sure you're again, you're following us on all platforms Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Um audios up there, YouTube channel, everybody eats podcast. We have all our videos. Uh follow us on Instagram at everybody underscore eats podcast. We're on TikTok, everybody um, underscore Eats Pod. Um we're on Twitter. Watch out for our content. We'll be posting more. Uh, Chris, how can people reach out to you? If they if they want to know more.
2: No doubt. So I'm actually gonna be you can find me on um Instagram at Soka underscore monarch87. Um, I'm also on Twitter as well. So um, I have a Twitter. So my Twitter is uh, CRUD004 um, You can pull me up from there. I'm sorry. No. SokaMonarch87 um, So that's also my so Soka underscore Monarch87 is my Instagram. Soka monarch 87 is my Twitter. Okay? Um, definitely follow me um, and hey, we, can, we can hash it out. Any questions, just DM me. Let me know. Alright. For sure. Again,
1: thank you very much. And see you guys next week.
2: All right,